friends, I'm Neil, and I'm a recovering workaholic. There was a point in time where I thought that working more was what it took to get things done, to make money, and to be successful. I thought this because this is what everyone told me I had to do. It took me being miserable and completely overwhelmed to finally call BS on this crazy, too busy lifestyle that I had created because I had listened to the productivity and time management gurus. But when I gave up on the idea that I had to work hard to get what I wanted, I finally learned how to take control of my schedule, get more accomplished in less time, make more money, and have the freedom to do what I wanted when I wanted. Now I teach others how to accomplish what they want in less than 30 hours per week so that they can have more freedom and flexibility too. This is what the semi-retired lifestyle is all about, and it's the antidote to the too busy life. In this show, I'm sharing my secrets, my tools, and my strategies with you so that you can start living this lifestyle too. It's time to unbusy your life. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome to episode 87 of the Unbusy Your Life podcast. I am so excited for this month's podcast. So much going on, so much to tell you. Because I only batch record once per month, I feel like I collect all of these stories and all of these things that I just like want to sit down and like vomit at you. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just spread them out throughout the episodes for the whole month. But the first thing that I want to tell you is we have hit 50K downloads in by the time you're listening to this, which is so amazing and so fun. And I want to tell you how incredibly thankful and appreciative I am to you tuning into the show, to you sharing it with your friends, your family, your colleagues, anyone who could benefit from the message of the unbusy life and how to go about doing that with very practicable, actionable tools and strategies. So As a celebration of that, we're up-leveling the show in many ways. You may have noticed a new intro, and you'll notice new outros. We're doing new podcast art. We are focusing the show even more on time and scheduling and how to work less. Really, what I want for all of you is for you to take back some of your hours that are being spent on work that don't need to be spent on work so that you can have them for your life. You can have control of them completely and use them for whatever it is you want. I know, I know this episode is so good, but I have to interrupt it really quick for an announcement. If you're listening to this episode, when it's released in October, I want you to know we have hit the 50 K download milestone and I'm so excited. So to celebrate, I'm giving away a remarkable two tablet. Now, to be entered to win this prize, all you need to do is leave a review and then let me know that you left the review by either tagging me on Insta, DMing me, or shooting me an email. We are collecting names and Lincoln and I will pick the winner on October 30th live on IG. So go do a quick review. Let me know that you did so that I can put your name in the drawing. And thank you so much for tuning in each week. You are the reason why this show has become so successful so quickly. I so, so appreciate you. Okay. Let's get back to the episode. So let's dive into the topic for today, strategic complacency. Now, when you think about complacency, I'm guessing you probably don't have a really positive outlook on that, right? So I heard this all the time in the corporate world when I was managing people, the partners would say to me, well, this person seems like they're pretty complacent in their job. I mean, they're kind of just like doing, meeting the standards, but not trying to do anything to exceed standards. 
I heard that a lot. They're just like kind of plugging along, but they're not like doing anything extra. And so what I want to tell you, I want to give you permission to be complacent, (laughs) but I want to show you how to do it in a very strategic way where it's going to help you breed even more success in the goals and the dreams that you're going after. So I have been using this over my work less journey over the past 10 years. And I just didn't realize it. Like I didn't have a name for it until just recently, way back in the day that I didn't call it this, but I definitely had made a conscious choice for what I was going to focus on and what I wasn't going to focus on. Now at the beginning, very beginning of my journey, I was in this place where I was a mom and I was on partner track and I was working the crazy ass hours that some of you are doing right now, which I totally understand and can empathize with. And I was miserable. I was literally miserable. I remember saying to my husband, I hate my life. Like Sunday nights were like torture for me. (laughs) Did not want Sunday night to come. Right. Cause then that meant I would go to sleep and then Monday would be here. And the crazy train wreck of my life would happen all over again. And so what I decided to do was, all right, my first thing, like I was thinking to myself, what is the one thing that would really make huge impact in my life? How could I hit one goal and use that as a springboard for the next goals that I wanted? So the very first thing I needed to do for me was to figure out how to scale back all of that overtime, like get rid of overtime hours in my life. Because basically that was like 20 hours a week. Like if I could get rid of that, I was like, oh my God, my life would be so amazing, right? So that is the focus. That is what I worked on for probably two plus years was figuring out how to eliminate overtime hours from my life. And I put really everything else into what I would call maintenance mode. I didn't neglect it. I think there's an important distinguish between distinguishment between, I don't even know if distinguishment is a word, but I think we need to distinguish between maintenance level and neglect. Like think about your car maintenance level would be, I'm getting the oil changed. I'm having the tires checked. I'm going in for, I'm taking it into its, for its 50,000, hundred thousand mile checkups, all of that versus neglect is I never do anything with it. I don't check the oil. I don't like nothing. I just put gas in it when it needs it. And I go, right? There's a different level there. So I'm not suggesting we get to the neglectful level. What I'm suggesting is we get to maintenance level. And so what I did was I chose that one goal and I put everything else on maintenance. So I literally would say to myself, okay, all these other things, what are my minimum requirements for maintenance for those things in my life? So for instance, for my health, my minimum requirement is I get 30 minutes of movement a day. And for my family, my minimum requirement is we have dinner together three nights a week. My minimum requirement for my relationship with my, with my husband was I have a minimum of one date with him per week. It might be a night. It might be a run. It might be a hike, whatever. I have one block of time specifically scheduled out for being with him. And for myself, I also made sure that I had minimums for when I was not going to be working and what I would be like that I would be taking care of myself. I would maybe have nothing time, time to just do anything to be spontaneous or have freedom to do whatever it was that felt good to me to do in that moment. 
So I put all of those things, I made this like boundaries and rules for myself about those areas of my life. And then I went to work on this one goal that I had of eliminating the overtime hours for my life. It was the only thing that I focused my energy on. So I wasn't trying to exceed or make progress in any other areas except for this one. And then once I had that one figured out, then I went on to the next goal. So I did that. And then I decided, okay, now I'm going to build a business (laughs) this time that I saved, right? I just had two of my mastermind students who are certified coaches. They were in the same, same situation that I was. They were working in the corporate world, doing 50, 60, sometimes more than that hours per week. And they desperately wanted to start their own coaching business. But it's very challenging to do that when all of your, when so much of your time is spent in overtime hours. And so what we did in the first round of the mastermind is we carved, we got them back to 40 hours. They're saving 15 to 20 hours per week and they're not getting less done. They're getting their work done, but now they have the space to be able to go after the goal of creating their businesses. And I'm so proud of them. I could not be more proud. This is, and the reason that they were so successful is because they focused on that one thing only. They got that locked into place and now their main focus is business. And so that has been my focus over the last couple of years. It is what I'm deciding to be my focus for the next three years as well. And I have added in a little bit of more physical health. So I'm focusing a little bit more on my physical health, but I want you to understand that the way that I'm doing that is I'm not doing it on my own. I'm not DIYing it. I'm adding in some more strength and some more yoga, but I'm really like paying someone else to help me do that. Right? So I'm not focusing my brain power. I'm not focusing my energy on what I should be doing in that time. I just show up and they tell me. So that's the little bit of the difference is thinking about where do you want to spend your brain juice? And what I will tell you is when you focus on one thing at a time and you're strategically complacent in the other areas of your life, you get ahead way faster towards that one goal. It's the difference between the idea of going a mile wide and an inch deep and going an inch wide and a mile deep. That is where you create success very fast because that's where the deep work happens. And that's what moves you ahead towards your one thing super fast and so much easier. Now, the other thing that I love about this is it gives you permission to be complacent in some things. (laughs) I think so many of us who are high achieving humans think we have to be like perfect and like a plus 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 in literally every single metric of our life. And I want to give you permission to be B minus or C level in all the areas except for one. Go after one area that you're going to try and achieve A plus or A status in. Okay, so hopefully you're on board with me about strategic complacency. (laughs) You can be complacent in all the areas of your life except for the one that you really want to make progress in, the one you want to focus on, the one domino that you want to knock down for right now. So I'm going to give you some guidelines for being able to implement this idea of strategic complacency. These have been guidelines that have been really helpful for me. I think it's one of the reasons why I was able to grow a business so quickly and not use a bunch of hours to do it, 25 hours a week, as the reason why I'm able to double a business in a year and not work more hours than I did the year before, is this idea of strategic complacency. 
So here are the four guidelines that I'm going to offer up to you if you're going to use this idea to make progress towards your goals faster, which I suggest. (laughs) Number one, I want you to first decide on your one thing or your area of focus. So think about, is it you want to make progress in your health or maybe in your money or financial life, maybe in personal development, maybe in an area of relationships, maybe in business or career, maybe it's your schedule, in which case, you know, I'm your girl, (laughs) which is just really your relationship with time. So what is your one thing? And like I said earlier, for me, it's still business. I have been very open about this, but my main goal right now is to create a seven figure business working 25 to 30 hours per week with tons of vacation time each year. And the reason why I'm doing this is for you all who think that it takes a ton of time to build a business and that you have to give up your lifestyle, (laughs) your life in order to meet that one goal. I actually think it is really the opposite. When you constrain your time and like, like I do, it makes it easier and faster because you have to be more discerning in your decisions about what you do in your time. You don't have time to mess around. You don't have time for fluff. You don't have time for spinning out on things that aren't working. You really get very focused and discerning in the things that move your business forward, improving those things, doubling down on those things. And that is what creates very fast growth very easily. So decide on your one thing, your one area of focus. Now, number two guideline is to decide on the timeframe for the focus. So is it a goal that you're trying to achieve? Is it some new metric in your business? Is it in your schedule? Like if you want to join me in the mastermind, we would be working on you taking back 20 hours of your life. Like that is the whole focus of the mastermind is for you to get back up to 20 hours of your life every week. So what is it? You want to think about the time frame that you're going to focus on that particular thing. So maybe it's three months, maybe it's six months, maybe it's a year, three years. So if you join the mastermind, it's a six month focus. If for me, the, in the goal that I'm looking at, I have a focus of that for the next three years. Now, again, it doesn't mean that I am neglecting the other parts of my life. I have just been strategically complacent in those other areas, meaning I'm not trying to achieve higher levels of success or performance in those other areas. I'm just letting them be where they are and putting them on a minimum baseline. So for you, number one, what is your one thing that you want to constrain your focus to? Number two, what is the time frame that you are going to give yourself that you're going to commit to focusing on this one thing for And then number three is to decide the level of complacency for the areas of your life. So these are the things that get put into maintenance mode. So there's lots of ways to do this. You just have to decide. And it's important that you decide before you go on this journey of constraint, because these things are going to come up and they're going to present as obstacles to why you can't focus on that one thing, why you're somehow doing it wrong that you shouldn't be. You might feel guilty. You might feel like, you're missing out. So it's important to think about those things ahead of time because they're probably going to crop up as you're on this journey. So you could do things like delegate them chores or maintenance around the house. There's, you can hire people. (laughs) 
You can pay your children. Uh, there's lots of ways you can do this. Maybe it's something like you will tell yourself you will spend a certain number of hours on them a, a week or each day. So for me, it has been a lot of delegation and hiring people to help me get these other things done. So for example, in the meal service that we hired and in the personal trainer that I hired. So it's important to me that we have high quality food in my house, but I don't necessarily need to be the one that (laughs) buys it or makes it right. And it's important to me that I take care of my physical body, especially as I'm getting to mid forties and for women, this is where we lose a lot of bone density and I have some history in my family of some health problems that I want to take care of myself to try and help preempt. So I am doing this, but I'm hiring a personal trainer to basically, all I do is show up at the gym and then she works my butt off and <laughs> it's amazing, right? I don't have to do anything except show up. So I'm not spending time finding workouts or creating meal plans or cooking as much as I've done in the past. So my boundary with food is I'm going to cook two dinners per week. The other ones, either we're going to have a meal service do it or we're going to go out. That's just it. So I want you to think about those other areas of your life that you want to put on complacency and decide how you're going to go about doing that so that you can just counteract, like preempt the brain that's going to come in. I promise you this will crop up (laughs) as for me in every single thing that I've gone after, right? Everything that I decide, oh, I'm going to focus on this. Then my brain's like, oh, but you're being a bad mom or you're not being a good wife or whatever it is, it's going to come up and it's going to present. And if you haven't taken care of it or figured out a way to take care of it in advance, it's going to distract you from the focus that you originally set out to go after. So decide on the level of complacency for each of the areas of your life. The last guideline that I have here is to align your schedule to reflect these decisions that you've made. So what does that exactly mean? It means that you make sure whatever you're focusing on gets very first dibs on your schedule. It's the first thing that you carve out time for over everything else. And then the things that are on maintenance mode that are on complacency are scheduled out, but they don't necessarily get first priority of your hours. So for example, when I was building my business as a side hustle, I would decide where the time in my schedule was for my side hustle. And then I would schedule the other things, the time with my family, time for my own self-care around that. Okay. So it got the first dibs on my time. And so that's the way you want to think about whatever it is that you're focusing on should get first dibs on your calendar. It should get the first choice in hours on your calendar, wherever you want to put that. And then the other things that are in complacency mode get to fall in and filter in around that. So I'm just going to review the guidelines real quickly. Number one, decide on your one thing that you want to focus on Two, decide on the time frame that you're going to focus on that. You're, and you want to think about this as commitment. I'm committed to focusing on this for this amount of time. And there will be shiny objects that come along and you'll get really excited about them, but you'll just remind yourself, nope, right now I'm focusing on this and that's, that's all. Number three, decide the level of complacency for the other areas of your life and how you're going to implement that. Number four, align your schedule to reflect these decisions that you've just made about the thing that gets the focus, it gets first dibs, and then the other things filter into your schedule around it. 
So what's a beautiful thing about this is that you don't have to beat yourself up for not being perfect in everything in your life all the time. <laughs> you choose deliberately where you were, where you will up level and where you will com- be complacent. I would love, love to hear how you incorporated this into your weekly schedule or your monthly schedule, however you do that. And I want to remind you that this is not forever. Remember, we set a deadline on the commitment to this focus. So it's for a period of time. But I think what you're going to find is that what I found was you just make so much progress so much faster and with so much less effort because you're not trying to perform at these exorbitant levels in all areas of your life. You're just focusing on one area to really focus your attention, your energy, your brain power, your emotional power. So hit me up on Insta and let me know what you're being strategically complacent on so that you can focus on your one thing. I want to celebrate with you. Thank you so much for tuning in every single week. I will see you next week. I can't wait to talk with you next week. My brilliant schedule hacker. Have a gorgeous week. Thanks for joining me in this episode of the Unbusy Life Podcast. Now it's time that you head on over to my website at www.neilwilliams.com to learn more about my Unbusier Schedule Mastermind and new online course. This is where I teach you the three simple steps to simplifying your schedule to under 30 hours without sacrificing your accomplishments or goals so that you can get it all done with more freedom to do what you want when you want. You don't need to be more productive or manage your time better. All you need is a little scheduling help. It's time that you finally have that part-time schedule you've always wanted and make Monday something to look forward to instead of something to dread. Don't you agree? Visit my website to apply for the mastermind, or if you're more of a DIYer, you can just purchase the online course. I'll talk to you next week.